Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, we're here for another Pretty Little Liars After Show. It's Season 7, Episode 16, The Glove That Rocks the Cradle. See you in a sack. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Can you keep oh, this one? I forgot. This one you'll save. Better lock it in your pocket. Take we need Dakota the same. I won't do it. None of us are singers, clearly. No, you won't tell what I said. Cause two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. Yeah, you have to be. You did it. Thank you, you Sam. It. You nailed it. <laughs> All right, well, we are back with this exciting episode of Pretty Little Liars. So much happened. We got, I guess, a big reveal from Lucas. We'll get into all of that in a second. But before we do, I'm Stephanie Wenger, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stephanie Wenger. Hey, guys, I'm Sam Davidson. I am back and very excited because I love this show. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And me and Hannah are uh, men in the live chat here, so keep on chatting. And no more... uh, Let's not do the devil knife thing anymore, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm very intrigued by what's going on in there. Um, I'm Hannah Pritchard. You all, you guys. Whoa, I'm already done today. I'm Hannah Pritchard. You all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. Let's go. Yes, I. We want to talk about so much happened in this episode, but I want to start with kind of at the top of the episode and with Spencer being questioned in the death of Archer Dunhill. Of course, we saw in the last episode that she used his credit card at the bar once she had had a few drinks. Yeah. Um. And she really wants her boyfriend slash Detective Fury to drop this investigation. Yeah, I guess we can officially say that it's not her boyfriend anymore. Yeah. What do we say? Sure. I feel like a good boyfriend yeah. would let it slip through the cracks, as she says. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I, you know, this guy, this guy, I'm just a little bit still very weary on him. And I feel as though the cops have been so bad in Rosewood that he's trying to like lit, like do better. Right. I, I agree. We've talked about so much that Rosewood police have... Are idiots. Yeah, they just don't do their job at all. But he seems to want to be doing it, but kind of has a some sort of vendetta. It's almost against right. these girls. And I'm not sure why he feels that way. It, it hasn't been made clear to us what his backstory really is. Right. But he seems kind of at all costs to be going after them. And, and I wonder if he used his relationship with Spencer to kind of get closer to them. I don't know, but that would make sense actually to me. Yeah, I think that she was using him and he was trying to use her in some way. I don't mm-hmm. think he's so innocent and just fell for this girl at the right or wrong moment, you yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, that bar scene seemed super simple when we saw it um, earlier. I think it was earlier this season, season seven. Yeah. Uh, but it it's very much kind of unraveling at this point. So yeah. she used the wrong credit card. I'm starting to wonder about his intentions. There seemed to be a lot more going on in that bar than what we saw right. in that episode. I mean, granted, it always does bother me, though, when the police are involved and the girls... 
never just explain. You know what I mean? I'm always like, if you were to explain everything that's happened, and at this point, a lot of that town knows what has led up to, you know what I mean, before the four-year jump, they know what kind of has led up to everything, so they know their backstory and them getting, like, followed and kind of bullied. You know what I mean? Like, they know all of that, so I don't know why all of them still feel like they can't be honest with the police as to being blackmailed. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like at this point... Logically, again, outside of this pretty little liar's world, which is a place that right. this podcast doesn't live. Um, right. But um, I would want, like, if this was happening in real life, you would immediately be going to the police. You may have mm. hired a private investigator to help you. Like, you would be taking this so, so seriously. And these girls still are trying to hide from the police and and, like, do their own investigations. And I feel like, well... It's just not working for them at this point. Well, and it makes me miss Toby. Yeah. Because when we had Toby around as part of the police, he definitely helped them. Yeah, that's true. And I still think, obviously, Toby's going to come back. But I feel as though there might be a tie that is going to happen between Toby and everything that's kind of happened, especially with Charlotte. I don't think he's as innocent as he seems. What happened to Toby being on the police force? Like, because I feel like even before Yvonne died he kind of we right. stopped he seeing had, him he in had, uniform. Like, moved away and was building a house with her right wasn't that well that i thought right. he was still part of it because he was I still part too. of it when they saw okay. charlotte's party I, I, body i wasn't sure where his but i think that was. they just he you know turned in his badge because they were leaving okay okay and that, they were on their way that's fair okay. i guess i yeah i think he's gonna be somebody that we unfortunately kind of get in these final few episodes, I don't even think like next week. I think that he's going to be somebody who pops in at the end to kind of save Spencer or be with Spencer, and he'll be our deputy Dewey, yeah. like from mm. Scream. You know yeah. what I mean? Like pops up at the very end, and we think he's dead every. So you're every saying movie. Spencer is Courtney Cox, which I totally understand. That's yes, <laughs> right. That's exactly that's what I'm exactly saying. the perfect comparison. No, I uh, I do wonder though. Like, I want him to come now and save her, like, and get this investigate and change the way it's going. Because he did, I guess he did turn over his badge, right? That's what you're saying. Okay, so, but he knows everybody. He can probably do something. Right. But at the same time, Spencer, everything that she keeps doing is, like, kind of annoying me to, like, fix the solution. She keeps making it worse by, like, stealing and covering up. Like, what in their right mind thought that it was going to be a good idea to completely black out the security cameras conveniently at the same time that it gets flooded? That, like, y'all. Yeah, I agree. And also, when she goes over to the detective's home right. to, like, beg him to... And then steal. And then steal something. And then tries to blackmail him, uh, being like, well, why was I in your place if I... Right. Like, and I just felt like that's not the move to make. No. <laughs> well, I, no. I feel like Mona in that moment would have been a great person. Come prepared. Wait till he takes a phone call, get that little thumb drive, copy it onto a laptop you have in your purse, and run away. Legit, Mona's the smartest one out of all of them. Yes. But I think tonight we saw Mona really kind of, in some ways, kind of the cracks in Mona. In that she, there was this super, they acknowledged it, a very high school moment with her where it was just like, She's never been in the inner circle. Right. And but I liked that. I liked yeah, that. Yeah, I, I that. mean, yeah, it's something we've talked about on the show so much right. that she she and Lucas actually both have never been a in, part of the group. Really. A part of the group. They're always kind of on the And like outside. used. Yeah. They're both kind of used. I mean, granted, 
it doesn't forgive all of the things that they both did. But specifically Mona. Right, specifically Mona. But at the same time, it's kind of like if those things that they were doing back then, which are absolutely awful and really put those girls' lives in danger, but if it was all because they constantly felt abused by these girls, then why do they continue to still abuse those people? You know what I mean? If they're they see what they are capable those two are capable of doing, why would you still treat them that way? Right. You I feel like I'm not saying that this kind of behavior is okay in high school, right. but you certainly would move on from like your high school right. like vendetta or whatever when you're an adult now, you're in your 20s, like right. move on. Exactly. Uh, or just choose not to be friends with those people, you know right. what I mean? Move, Keep them out of your life. I would like to again say that a valuable option in all of this, again in real life, is to move. <laughs> True statement. Yeah. Run. Just yeah. get out of there. Move to a different town. It's okay. Like, I'm assuming there's other towns outside of Rosewood. Exactly. I, I, like, sense that there could have been a moment many, many years ago for these ladies to go and get, like, new identities, be, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Kind of be mm-hmm. sent off somewhere. Ooh, I know? just got the chills. I think maybe they will. I'm like, I think it's actually maybe because the air conditioning is intense in here. No, you, think, that. you think that everybody goes and gets a new identity? Well, okay, and- I'm not necessarily saying that. These thoughts cross my mind. Last week, people were saying that they, how can Sam think this? I'm like, no, okay, I don't think this. Things are just crossing my mind, like, a million speeds at a time as I'm watching this show because I'm trying to think of the craziest theories because usually those theories are what are correct because they don't make any sense. So sometimes if I don't make any sense... I think it's all right. I think, um, yeah, I think that it's interesting with Mona, though, because we had this really real moment with her tonight where you kind of saw, like, she tries to be cool and, like, oh, I can help you and I have all the contacts and I'm the ultimate, like, you know, with especially with Hannah, like, how great she is as a businesswoman. And and we've seen that all season with her. And this was, like, kind of a crack in all of that. That, like, she really just wants to be be with the girls and be a part of everything. Right. I, You know, we felt that for so long, even when she was in the dollhouse, and you felt the camaraderie between the five of them without Allie. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that did disappear, but I just think it's so important to remember to watch those early episodes when she was behind it all, because I don't think you can ever trust that kind of person regardless. If you make her mad, you know, who knows what's going to, like, spin her into another episode. I just want to say, Sarah Bishkin, you are correct. A couple of them did move away for a little bit. Emily did go to California and Hannah, New York, and they should have stayed there because their lives got a lot better. (laughs) So they need to move again. Yeah, I, I, you make a great point. The about, devil's calling, you know. But <laughs> but they've all ended up back here in, in this place right. that has served them terribly. Terribly. Yeah. Terribly. Can we can we talk about, though, like Hannah and Emily yet? Um, or not Hannah and Emily, Allison and Emily yet? Uh, I, w- I want to go into Lucas for a bit, and then okay, we'll, okay, we'll, okay. we'll get to Emily and okay. Allie. I have a lot to say about it. I know you do, too. I got a lot to say and about it. If you do and you want to tell us what you're thinking, if you want to tell us your theories, as Sam said, we love the crazier the better on this show. So let us know on YouTube. Rate, comment, tell us everything. iTunes, SoundCloud, we look at them all. Also, you can go on Twitter, Instagram. We'll read all your comments. We're great about responding and reading them out here, especially on the live chat every Tuesday night. Yes. So let's get into this Lucas reveal that has been so teased. That was like they were like it's gonna be the biggest ad reveal Ugh. like and well, 
It wasn't that, though. It, it was not that. I'm sorry, Pretty Little Liars. Why do they always <laughs> act like every reveal is going to be the biggest reveal of, like, AD, and none of it has happened? I really thought that every episode of this last part of the season was going to be huge reveal after huge reveal. Every single episode. I felt like the first one back, we got a humongous one, mm-hmm. which is that Spencer is not her mother's actual daughter. And I thought it was going to continue on that, but it hasn't. And the whole Lucas thing, I feel like I've been faked out by that character so many times. Well, I've been saying it on this show for weeks that I thought he could be the mastermind behind all of it. Similarly for the reason that we were just talking about with Mona, that he's always been the outsider. And I said, like, I think that he's been in love with Hannah for a long time and we definitely got a little bit on that tonight but he um but he's never fit in and it's interesting did you believe him what so let's back up actually before we I get to that question (laughs) and talk about so he's seen on video footage breaking into Hannah's apartment that he allegedly owns yeah correct all right I think everyone needs to remind people that he's not breaking in yeah Yeah, right remind even Lucas himself who acted like he was breaking in I was like I was like I'm pretty sure you own this like yeah relatively certain correct us if we're wrong on that one but (laughs) pretty sure we're right yeah (laughs) um so but then the girls go and confront him and he reveals that he'd been always in touch with Charlotte and um, and formerly Charles, and that they'd written this comic book that or graphic novel. Sorry guys, <laughs> sorry Lucas. <laughs> um, uh, and there's a second one that's unfinished, and that's right. and but he feels responsible for their torture because he had kind of clued Charlotte into. Like, their lives in high school. Right. Okay, here's my big question. So, as all this stuff was happening in high school, they're being tortured. Lucas is a little bit shady. We're not sure. Is he freaking out inside because he goes, oh, crap, I just wrote Charles that email about how much I hate blah, 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 and this pisses me off, and now this is happening. Is that how he's been tied in this whole time? Because he feels this weird guilt that also is, am I crazy because I wrote that, and now it's something's kind of happening. Well, which granted, though, because I don't think he ever knew that he was emailing Charlotte, though. He always thought he was emailing Charles, so I don't think until he found out Charlotte was previously Charles that he carried, you know what I mean? I don't think he carried that guilt then because he didn't know that he was actually fueling that until after Charlotte came out. There's also the part of the graphic novel, I'm blinking on the name, uh, of what they say that it's when the per, when he takes over for a moment to get to live out the revenge. Yeah. So the, are you talking about the graphic novel that we see at the end? No, no, no. The first one initially. So... Because they say, they write the character as though uh, he gets to occasionally live out his fantasies of the people that have, like, bullied him and that he right. gets to do some of them. So I just, I, I know this was a, I feel like this entire thing was a cop-out with Lucas. I don't believe it. Really? Well, okay. I okay. think, I think he is really dealing with, like, an internal demon on this. It's not really that right. he had a huge influence on this. Like, ultimately, Charlotte, Charles, uh, decided to do this on their own accord, right? Right. I mean, as far as we know at this point. Right. Uh, like, he may have influenced and gave given this person tips. And, like, fueled mm-hmm. that fire. Yeah, but ultimately, he's giving way more responsibility for it than probably is deserved. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, but I did, I actually really liked, because, I mean, so many of all the reveals in the past have kind of just, like, pissed me off, and I'm like, where are we going with this? I don't feel like this is the best way to, like, go about it. But I do actually kind of dig this idea of A.D. having been following this comic book that they created this entire time. Like, that I actually think is kind of a cool concept. I agree with you, um, but I'm interested into why the comic, like, why create a comic book that, are you creating the comic book first, or are you creating the torture, like, which comes first? And the and, which is true. That's yeah, true. because are you like trying to have some sadistic like memory of this, right. or or are you creating the story that you're then following? Well, I will not to jump ahead, but I just want to make sure we don't forget about it. That last moment with A at the end where they're writing the comic yes. book again. Yeah, and that did not seem like a graphic novel illustrator. Uh, didn't no. that was going back? It seemed like somebody else. So I don't think it's well. Obviously, it's not Charlotte. Well, let's, so, let's, so just right? to, mm-hmm. I mean, I know everyone's obviously watched the show, but to just to get into it, we see someone in, in, in like, a black outfit, the same thing we've seen for seasons, drawing what looks to be a tree, and then underneath it, a... Here lies. Here lies. A very not crafty tombstone. Right, and it, it does not look like the rest of the novel at all. It looks pretty simple in comparison. Right. Um... And I wondered, does this have to do with Archer Dunhill? Is is it because it was definitely a tomb a tombstone, as you said, um, or some other death that we're not aware of yet? Oh, I think it's a future death. I agree. Okay. Also, I want to say, okay, Green. I keep seeing your comment. Thank you so much, buddy. I just wanted to. I saw <laughs> and it. you guys, I, I apologize. I'm not you. wearing my contact lenses tonight, so I'm <laughs> making sure I'm pointing the computer in Hannah's way because I, unless I'm this close, I I can't read. <laughs> I keep trying to check in every now and then, yeah. but I didn't see that, so I just wanted yeah. to say that. Cool. Uh, but I do, I thought the biggest part of the Lucas reveal was this idea that, as I mentioned, he's pretty much in love with Hannah. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he says, like, you're worth everything. Right. Like, and he lost all of his everything. money, essentially? Is that yeah. what we're saying? I, I don't... Is it all of his money, or is it... I think it's a lot of money, but not all of it. Yeah, probably. like, probably the money. the money he invested in Hannah, yeah. which is significant. Right, which he's still going to keep getting that money in, so it's not like he's, like, not... It's not going to come back to him. But I was thrilled about this, because I've kind of always actually wanted Lucas and Hannah to get together. I mean, the Caleb-Hannah thing expired for me a while ago. I mean, do I think that, to use our phrase, favorite phrase... Are they end game? Probably not. But uh, I think so. You, so you think that's who she's do. she's going to end up with? That, this tonight was the first time I actually thought that that could possibly be a legitimate storyline. A spe- I, I don't think oh, so. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I saw it for the first time ever tonight, especially since Lucas looks so hot. I think I'm going to get all the relationships that I want at the end of this. I mean, series. I feel like you're really going to win on all of this and. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um, so, but I just feel like um, maybe Hannah finally is seeing him in a different light when somebody starts to say to you, like, you're my, like, basically right. he's like, you're my everything. I mean, right. and I think that would change anyone's viewpoint. So I could see this being a right. relationship for a period of time. Right. I don't know if it's who she's going to end up with. Well, I thought it was in the end. Like the only thing that makes me think that it maybe is because they put that moment with Hannah and Lucas in 
And the same episode that they put in a moment of Spencer and Caleb back in. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm like, part of me thinks it may end up going that way because it's not going to be Toby anymore. Like, there's just no way. I don't agree. So you think... (laughs) You said it in a way that sounded like, I agree, but I don't agree. It was really lovely, actually. So so you think, in the end, Spencer will be with... Toby. Hannah? Caleb. I'm going to go Toby. All right. All right. And Lucas will end up with... Or actually, I want to say Hannah will end up with... Lucas. Caleb. Mm. Good luck, guys. I'm going with Sam on this. Caleb, we're, yeah, we're on well. the same page. Yep. Um, but that brings us to probably the biggest relationship news of the night. I know fans have been waiting for this for so long. And some of them have been hating it for so long. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is, this is a hotly debated uh, coupling here. But Emily and Allie finally kiss. Whoop, whoop. Not even just kiss. They decided it's, like, family time. Yeah. They are, like, going full into their relationship now. But it took them a minute to get there. Um, I mean, obviously... Like a decade. Like a decade. (laughs) Yeah. But even in this episode, they... Emily's really pressuring Allie with, like, making the nursery and what is she eating and just, like everything pregnancy-wise, there's a lot of pressure on Allie from Emily. But I feel like that was actually kind of Spencer's doing because I think Spencer got in Emily's head being like, she's gonna flake on you. You haven't actually talked about this. That I felt like Emily was actually doing those things because she was starting to feel insecure on, like, Allie's devotion to it all, you know? Yeah, I think Spencer had a part, but I, I think what she said to Emily might have helped in a way. Yo, don't... No, I'm so sorry, but I have to give a shout-out to Dream to Aspire because I think we got the same brain. What did you they know? say? Lucas is really Hannah's endgame, and Caleb is either AD or going to die. I, Buddy, I agree with you. I've been saying Caleb is probably, you know, behind all of this for a while now. He knows what? way too much technical stuff. How could you? How could you think that? Because he's always been the techie. And whoever, like, I'm not saying it's necessarily him, but it's there's a strong, strong possibility. How does he have, I understand he has, like, the technical background to do mm-hmm. it. I mean, clearly he is the most techie on the show. But also, we've talked about this before, financially, to get all this done, how does he have that going on? Well, well what in the world was that job he was going to have in New York for a while that was for some, like, techie company? Like, he could, that we all thought maybe that's actually, like, AD, or, well, at that point it was A, but like A's lair or whatnot that he was like still doing it. Make a good I mean, point. A good has point. to be rolling in the dough in some capacity because there's no way they would be able to pull all this off. So I mean like somebody could be backing him. I don't know. It's just a possibility. It's either that or he's going to end up with Spencer. <laughs> or dead. Or dead, which I kind of support that. But you know, in a way... <laughs> listen, the show's ending, so it's nothing again. I, I love Caleb as a character, but I could see that happening in a way because it's so hard when two best friends love the same guy. I love that they brought that up again mm-hmm. because it's so uncomfortable what happened between the three of them. Yeah. And it might kind of be, well, maybe he's just gonna die for uh, it to all kind of even out and especially for other relationships, Lucas or whomever, that Hannah can be open to. Mm. Um, because I love Hannah and Caleb, but when they got back together, I was very excited. And now I just feel it's a bit stale. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I... I agree. I want them to either, like, really push their relationship forward if that's who she ends up with. I I want them to be, like, 
one of the engaged couples or, you know, married or really see an advancement in that yeah. relationship. Because right now, you're right. They are quite stagnant. It would be interesting if that becomes another love triangle between Lucas, um, Hannah, and Caleb. Do you mm. think that Hannah looked at Lucas differently tonight? I yes. Th- it yeah. was Oh, 100%. I, I, I'm not taking that away from... Mm-mm. Yeah. I, 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 do, I do believe she saw... Just as I think... When somebody says that type of thing to you, like it's a game changer. Like, Absolutely, yeah. He and still, you know that they, he meant it. Yeah. He did, but he still threw under the bus uh, in that tape. He did a wee bit. Yeah, you gotta give nice. a little give a pull with all these. I mean, people. yeah, the tape is terrible, but he's kind of tried to explain it away, and I don't know if that's effective or not. But I don't believe him, though. You, I don't know. You you think he's up to no good? I think he's always been up to no good. Every time. And there's always a great excuse where we somehow end up feeling bad for him. <laughs> it's a true statement. It works on me every time. Yeah. <laughs> I've never um, I've I've said for a long time on the show that I think Lucas uh, it was probably AD. That's become clear that he's probably not. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say probably not because you never know with this show. Uh, but I do wonder, I want to believe that his intention in telling Hannah that was truthful, mm-hmm. but I can see what you're saying as well. Mm. I mean, I don't think anyone will be able to last for that long alive and not have done anything to help A or a yeah. D. Right, right, right. Well, we, and we know he has. I know. I, I, I agree with you. Like, they're... He, yeah. He's been definitely, a, as we like to call them on the show, a gray character. He's yeah. not good, not not bad, just right. somewhere in lives, the lives in the middle. Um, but we did break away from Emily and Allie, and I want to talk a little more yes. about that um, and get into. So, Allie, is she fully in? Do you think that yes. this will be. This is it. This is it. Do you think that they're the mm. couple yes. that's engaged next week? Yes. I think that they will be the couple that's engaged next week, but it scares me because I think it's going to be ripped before our eyes. Either, like Emily said this episode. Ripped, ripped meaning, like, broken up. They're going to break up? or Yeah, someone's going to die. They're going to break up. Or, you know, oh. once Allie has that baby, like Emily said, she's afraid he's going to run off to Paris. And I think that that line was important because we've heard Paris so many times in terms of Allie, the clues she left, all of that. But I thought that, you know, she could definitely leave and just go into the wind and say, you both are better off without me. Or maybe they'll go together and they'll change their identities. Yes, maybe that. I I don't believe that there's going to be an identity swap in order to well, get you this know, done. Just, you know, I, I want <laughs> to see it come to some conclusion. We've seen these girls return back to Rosewood and, and like, this is their home and I want them to somehow be okay here. Right. That would be nice. Yeah. I, I really liked the line that Allison said to Emily that it's never worked with anybody. I've always had problems. I mean, given she's, what, 23? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I, we're, we're a few years older than that, and I don't think there's a reason for us that, you know, it's just a life. Yeah. Nothing but, works at 23. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing ever sticks, except for apparently a baby that was artificially implanted in her uh, as she was in a mental hospital. Anyways... I think, though, that that line was supposed to say to us, it's giving justification that it's always been Emily. 
And, yeah. and yeah. she's been denying it this whole time. Yeah. I mean, like, I know everybody's always, you know, Ezria has always kind of been, like, endgame to everybody else because it's been from the very beginning. But, like, I, I like so are Allie and em- Well, Allie and Emily are something that I feel like the fans have really gotten behind in the last few seasons. Yeah. Much more so. You right. are right, though. They have been around since... Since the beginning. Since the beginning. Since before the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, this is like pre-pilot right. story yeah. that, that we're getting into. And right. um, I'm excited to see where they end up. I hope for a happy ending, but it makes me nervous when you see like Allie fall in the school. And, and For real. Yeah, like these are moments that you know something, there's an evil force there. Right, and I'm like, yo, why after that happened will we not go for a checkup just to double check that everything's all right with baby over there? Yeah, right? Question though, when Allie fell, was that Mona? Or it was because Mona was in the back, right? Because right. they were chasing after Mona oh, the wrong direction. Too. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great question that I don't I don't have an answer to. I, I wasn't sure who because she says she's not sure and we don't really see the person who does it, right? Yeah, no. And is Mona really gonna continue to run around in a black hoodie? Also, like, is Mona really shoving other girls down? I mean, that's like taking it shoving a pregnant girl yeah. down. Well, couldn't is, she just say, Allie, it's me? Yeah, I'm I mean, cool like, now. that's that's taking it to a real dark place. Yeah, so um, I think Mona was running towards the back and Emily was chasing her. Yeah. And the actual AD or whoever was in their place was going out the front, which is where Allie was and got shoved. Yeah. That that's Makes perfect sense to me. Um, I want to move on to Arya and Ezra before we run out of time yeah. and um, talk a little bit about Arya, like flipping the script here and getting real dark. Like this is her. Um, she's really bad at it too. As she, I it's mean, yeah, it's really she's, bad. Yeah, it's not going great for her. Um, she so she, first she's like black, continues to be blackmailed by AD, gets involved, and. She's wearing the black hoodie that we've seen so much on the show. Um, and she goes into the nursery and she is takes the, like, hangs the dolls and, uh, like, gets blood on the crib and all of this. Fake blood? Or no, it was real blood. I don't know because she's got the cut yeah. on her arm. So I wasn't sure if that was from that or, but no. Or from falling or I think that was something. from falling, right? From falling, okay. So that would be really dark. She yeah. just like let me splatter my blood all over this crib, and that cut couldn't create as much blood right. as she splattered. <laughs> like that. that was like drained from something. I, but I did wonder when I saw the cut if she was worried that people would figure it out because she she dripped some blood somewhere. Right. And then there was a moment where I was like, is it a cut or is it supposed to be a slash of the blood she threw on there? Yeah, and I, I the, one of the I, only things I can see is that people in the chat, and I saw this before on Twitter too, that they think Spencer's on Daria. Because Spencer's played this game before. Yeah. That's true. And she was way better at it. Yeah, for sure. I, I, yeah, Arya's really struggling even in the room to, like, hide and get out of there before Allie and Emily find her. And you see her kind of, like, tripping and it, it's Behind not, everything. it's not great for, no. for I just her. so badly wanted her to say, I give up and be like, yo, guys, I'm so sorry. Things got messed up. Let's uh, let's restart this and let's all work together because this isn't working for yeah. me. I I agree with you. I I want her to come forward at this point, um, and she and she's not yet. I mean, I think she will, but I I, I don't. It's not happening yet. Um, Mrs. D says it was paint that she was throwing, and then 
Smart gal says she got the cut when she bumped into something. Benita Applebaum confirmed and says it's a cut. Okay. <laughs> so, you. yeah, I, I always thought that it was a cut, but I think when she loses it back at Ezria's apartment, <laughs> right, um, that uh, she's starting to panic as well because she realizes right. that blood could be anywhere. Right, at this and point. I think she's also upset because she's doing this to her friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think the reality, just that cut, like the reality kind of came over yeah. her. And so I'm interested to see in the episodes to come what that means for her. Right. I mean, I think that this whole thing that she's doing, it doesn't make that much sense to me. We talked about it briefly before we started the show, yeah. which was what is it that she's so afraid of that Ezra is going to go to jail for statutory rape that right. happened years ago, and now she is an adult, she's over 18, and she could easily not press charges. It's not like her parents are going to press charges. Right. I don't feel as though that is such a big threat. I think the other girls have way bigger threats over them that... They're not doing this. Well, we've talked about before that uh, over the course of the show, Arya's definitely gotten it easiest from AD. Totally. And so to get involved and be like, I, because she argues uh, to Sydney that the main reason is that she wants this to end. Right. Which we were talking about beforehand. And I, m- Mrs. D just said, what is her reasoning for doing it also? Which is kind of what we were talking about beforehand because. Like you just said, she had said that she wanted out of it, but now that she's on the other side of it, she's actually being blackmailed and tortured by AD more than she was before when she was actually playing the game with the girls. So, like, she just made the bat a bad choice. But, I mean, to also to go against your friends. Right. Again, we're not in high school. You're in your mid-20s. You should be able to figure out that this is a bad decision. Yes. People in the chat are also saying that Lucas kept looking at Arya in that scene like he knew that she was AD. And I agree. Mm. Do you think Arya is, like... Or, like, working with AD. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, Arya clearly is not able to keep up. Because the thing is, we see her inner monologue, I guess. We see the show through her eyes at moments her trying to be bad and it's failing miserably yeah and i think there were moments when spencer was a that we were confused is she good is she bad but we see those moments within aria that are like crap and props to lucy hale who's doing a phenomenal job with this i mean she yeah like i think it's a tough thing to have played a character one way for this yeah. long and then to as I said she's really kind of in a role reversal right now. Yeah. I feel like the fans had a lot to do with that because I know Troy and Belisario directed last week and said yeah. she knew that Lucy wanted to be bad so badly yeah. and that the fans really wanted it and I don't think Arya was ever really A but now they're kind of giving the fans what I guess they think they wanted. Well, I think it was always early in early seasons, early days of this show. It was like, oh, Arya, before even Allie was on the scene, right. it was like, mm-hmm. Arya, A, like, and people really went for that idea. So this is giving them kind of like a taste of it, but kind right. of in some ways teasing at it because she's so bad at it. We see that she, right. she couldn't possibly have Actually done do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. And then the other kind of half of Arya's story tonight was with Ezra and this book that they've written and that Ezra is doing a solo book tour rather than having her with him. And she's still lying to Ezra. He doesn't know anything about what she's been doing because how do you reveal that to a boyfriend? 
Well, yeah. just like Beyonce. how how do you reveal to a girlfriend that you've been writing a book about them for you know two, <laughs> two years <laughs> and like stalking her and all of her friends? Well, and now it's also like I mean, don't get me wrong, Ezra has been kind of messing up the Ezria relationship as of recently, but. Aria tonight kind of messed up the relationship as well by swearing that she was going to be at his, like, press whatever for the book. And then instead she was trashing, yeah, you know, the nursery and missed it. I know we've talked a lot about twins on this show, and, and we last week went in-depth with Spencer being a right. real possibility. And, um, but it did make me wonder, like, could Aria... Like anybody at this point could have a twin, right? I mean, right, or just have a split personality situation. Yeah, that's yeah. true too. Um, I loved your theory, though. If you wanted to talk a little bit about it on air with Spencer's twin, and I wanted to get to that before we get into news and gossip. Oh yeah, so the promo for this specific season of the show, the last ten episodes, it uh, you you see all the girls' faces, and it only shows half of all of their faces with one eye, but with Spencer, it showed her full face with two eyes. And from the beginning of the whole thing, I was texting people, and I was like, guys, like sending them pictures. Look at this. Pretty much no one responded because I think, why is Sam still so obsessed with this show and thinking about it <laughs> Oh, we so understand much? here. You're, you found your people. <laughs> so uh, I will actually put it on Twitter for you guys to see, to know exactly what I'm talking about, but it was the promo for this part of the season, and I do think that the Spencer twin thing is alive and well. I'm annoyed we didn't get to it at all this episode. I'm very annoyed. They can't just throw something like that at us and not talk about it, but that's yeah. what they did. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that we'll get more of that in the episodes to come, and yes, Definitely, we'll tweet that out for you, and um, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, in the episodes to come as well. Uh, but let's jump into just we have a fun bit of news and gossip. Ooh. Okay. That scared me actually this time because I was really into what somebody wrote on here. Um, let's get to that comment in what does it relate to what we were just saying? It's actually kind of news and gossip. Okay, go for it. Um, Carmela said on last week's episode there was a commercial, a commercial for Dead Liars, and it was Caleb Mona. Noel and Sarah Harvey. So there's a chance that she thinks it was a spoiler that Caleb and Mona will die. I agree. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Mona's definitely up there on my list of people who may not see it to the end. Yeah, I agree um, with you. But yeah, Caleb is also a real possibility. That's a that's a good catch as well. Um, this is just a fun bit that I found today on Cosmopolitan.com. We talk a lot about the way that the game actually works for these girls. And um, Cosmopolitan did um, a piece on eight behind-the-scenes um, secrets of the Vengeful board game. <laughs> so lovely. it's amazing, and you should check out the full article. But um, they talk about that it's a mashup between life, Jumanji, and reality games like Pokemon Go. And you I get, totally dig that. You yeah. get a total sense of that. When I started to think about it, that's awesome. And then they also talk about that there's only one copy of the actual game that we see in the show, and that it now lives in um, Warner Brothers uh, archives. And oh, it'll cool. be forever there. So that's pretty awesome. And I know I've taken a tour of the Warner Brothers lot, yeah. and it's really fun, and you get to see a bit of that. So hopefully they'll actually put that out on display when the show is all wrapped yeah, and done. I hope they make a museum just called A. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> I would definitely pay to go. But uh, definitely log on to Cosmopolitan.com and check out the rest of those tips as well, or the secrets, because it's a super fun thing if you think about that game. And we've talked about the logic behind it. How does the game stay charged and all of that? And uh, <laughs> they definitely get into some of that as well. Um, let's jump into predictions. I don't, I don't really have any, but like... People have some in there. You, you <laughs> want you to you read some out for us? Well, really, there's just been one that keeps popping up. Uh, people keep saying that they think there's a chance that Allie will have twins. That could be interesting, uh, yeah. just to kind of extend the twin theory yeah. to another generation. Lord. <laughs> yeah. So many. So many twins. I mean, I thought about this last week. So, Spencer does have a twin. Typically, they tend to jump generations. But this is Pretty Little Liars, it's a TV show, I'll give it that. However, if Spencer's a twin, and then Allie has twins, it's too many twins. Yeah, there's just so many. I don't know. Um, Do you have any other predictions? Um, Just that um, Emerson, you know, will get married, well, engaged, and they'll, well, they will get married, though. Do you see them living out their life together as a family? Absolutely, I do. Do you think Arya and Ezra, I know we are getting a wedding, so are you arguing Emily and Allie or Arya and Ezra for the wedding? It's totally Emily and Allie, because I think they'll want to get married before that baby be coming. And Arya and Ezra, endgame? I think maybe it'll end up being a double wedding. Interesting. Mm. Well, I wouldn't want to share that. (laughs) I think that Nicole's going to come back in the picture and not saying she's AD, but just that she could be. the whole thing is it's going to come back to her in some kind of way and it's all going to be connected where Nicole was for the past few years and it, it might all be under the same kind of a umbrella. I also think that with Emily and Allie, it's going to be beautiful. We're all going to cry. They're going to be getting married and then something terrible is going to happen. I'm sorry, but I think something awful That's is going to happen. Well, we only have four more left, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. So, I mean, they better start getting their shiz together then. You know, yeah. we got a lot of things to I the, mean, there, figure it out, y'all. There are a lot of loose ends at this yeah. point, And when you have four episodes left, you, you start to wonder how they're going to start to get all these puzzle pieces together. But those answers will come in the weeks to come. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, right? Or else, right? you know, everybody's going to be really pissed. Like, we don't want to lost What are your ending. predictions? Um, I don't, you know, it's funny. I, uh, at this point, I'm really curious about, I think the promo went into uh, talking about Arya's past and how that's going to be revealed to Ezra. And they're st- on such shaky ground right now that I wonder if that will cause them to have even more problems, possibly split. I'm really curious about the status of their relationship. And then I agree. I think Emily and Allie will be the engaged couple next week. But we'll get into that then. We'll see you uh, next Tuesday for more Pretty Little Liars. Until then, you can find AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV. And you can find me at Stephanie Wenger. And thank you for letting me join you guys again this week. You can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com and on Twitter and Instagram at samd43. And I am Hannah Pritchard. You all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. And if you're staying up a little bit later, uh, I zombie after show in like an hour. Yeah. And Sam will be back with us next week. And Kristen will be back too. So see you then. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.